0: The Lord Jesus Christ was a master at telling the simplest of stories to illustrate the greatest of truths. And one of these is found in Luke chapter 15. It's a familiar story. The Story of the Lost Sheep. As he tells the story, he paints for us a vivid picture of a poor lost sheep, helpless and hopeless in itself. But he also describes himself the shepherd the good shepherd who cares for his sheep enough to give his life for it. And this, of course, entails a long, hard search until the sheep is finally found, resulting in great rejoicing that is shared by many. Today's message is about the shepherd's search for the sheep that was lost. Of course, it's more than just a story. It really pictures ourselves lost in our sins, and the Lord Jesus Christ is the Savior or rescuer of our souls. And as you listen to the message, remember that it is Christ himself who told the story. So we would all do well to listen to it and to understand the lesson he intends us to learn. Luke 15
1: verse 1 Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man, or this, receiveth sinners and eateth with them. That was a a mocking statement. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it? When he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. I'd like to speak a little more of these stories that the Lord Jesus told. We have read one of the simplest stories, but a, a lost sheep and a shepherd and a search and some shoulders and a lovely song, Just a little picture of where you are tonight and of a savior, of a shepherd that came from heaven on the greatest search and rescue mission ever undertaken. We lived in Gander, Newfoundland, and for those of you that might not know geography, that's on the east coast of Canada. It's really almost, well, it's in the Atlantic Ocean. And because of its situation, there there are various search and rescue bases there, and one of which is at Gander. And it was a very common sight to see the, the large orange and red and black helicopters lifting off and moving out over the Atlantic from our position there after being there 10 years, it was just a very common sight. Search and rescue is a tremendous issue. And tonight the Lord Jesus says, from what we have read tonight in this simple story, made us aware of the, of the greatest search and rescue mission ever undertaken. It started in heaven. And the focus was Earth's. It was a, a tremendously costly mission. But it had you in view. And tonight what we have read applies to this meeting. Can I say very simply that this simple story is a story that involves two realities. The Lord Jesus spoke about a sheep which is lost. And he concludes with a sheep that was lost. I'm so glad I'm in the last part. I once was lost. I say that openly. But now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. But tonight there are individuals and in God's reckoning, you are lost. You might not understand that. You might not appreciate it. But the reality of Luke 15 concerns a sheep which is lost. And thank God there are sheep here tonight which are no longer lost. They were lost, but they have been found. You know, this simple story, it divides this audience. It divided the audience then, it divides the audience tonight. Lost, found. If we were to come before the meeting and we were to write a word on each chair, lost, saved, lost, saved, lost. And you came in and you know there's a strange writing, lost, L-O-S-T, saved, S-A-V-E-D. I wonder, what chair would you sit down on? What chair would describe you? Because this story speaks about a lost sheep. And thank God, a rescued, saved sheep. This story divides audiences by the tremendous reality of what the Lord Jesus spoke of. Not only does it divide the audience, but it describes the audience. And Luke chapter 15 is really all about lost things. A lost sheep, a lost coin, a lost son. And tonight God wants you to face this tremendous reality that in his sight you are lost. It describes sinners tonight. But this amazing story, this simple story, it depicts heaven's concern, heaven's love. And we want to tell you about a a loving shepherd. One who knows where you are. One who knows the emptiness of your life. One who knows the hopelessness of your journey and of the shepherd that came right to where you are. And he desires to rescue and to save you and to forgive you and to embrace you in his arms. A loving shepherd. I want to notice, first of all, a lost sheep. A lost sheep. Now, these are very simple details. A lost sheep. But tonight, that is a description of every single one of us. It's interesting that the Lord Jesus told these three stories all in a row to describe what it means to be lost. A lost sheep. What would describe a sheep? Uh, no, I'm not a shepherd. I, I haven't met around sheep very much, but I do understand this, that sheep are not the, the sharpest pencil in the drawer. Sheep don't have the highest IQ of the animal kingdom. Sheep have a mass mentality. Sheep follow the leader. And when one sheep heads out through the fence, they all follow. And when they follow, and when they go off into, into greener pasture. They are going into danger because they are ignorantly lost. And Tonight, you might not even be aware of your condition. You might be unconcerned as to what your position is. You might have all kinds of plans, and you are unaware of the tremendous danger that you are in, spiritually speaking. This book tells us about an enemy that is seeking to rob you of the greatest blessing who is seeking to make you miss the door of salvation, and he's very effective tonight, you are unaware of your danger. Ignorantly lost. Yet you continue on day by day. The coin really is helplessly lost. Like we fell off the, the bureau or the, or the cabinet, lying there in the darkness, unable to help itself. Just a little picture of sinners in their sin. And of course, we've been hearing about the prodigal son and that young man made some choices. He chose to move away from the father's home. He chose to ask for what was coming to him. He chose to live the lifestyle that he wanted. He chose to go for the bright lights of the big city. No gospel for him. No father's home for him. He had better things. At the night there's individuals and maybe you're a young man here, a young woman. You've made choices to move away from the gospel. To move away from that which has eternal value willfully lost, and yet these stories are all about lost realities, and the tremendous pursuit of heaven to find and rescue. We have a good friend back on the coast of Newfoundland on the northeast coast, a mother with two children, happily married, and the end of the year had come, and they had made plans to attend the New Year's Ball. Now, this was not a a large gala event, it was just a community event, but everybody was going to go to the New Year's Ball, and so they bought the tickets, they're going to go. And so when the night came and as the couples were swirling around the dance hall and people were drinking and carousing and having a great time on New Year's Eve, as they call it, after one of those dances, she went off to the side with and just stood there and she looked at that swirling mass of, of friends and neighbors and people that she knew out of the blue. The thought crashed in upon her. She said, we are all going to hell. Now, she hadn't been raised under the sound of the gospel. She had never gone to a gospel tent. But the Spirit of God brought that truth into her soul. And her face actually paled. And her husband came over and said, you're, you're not well. You look sick. No, she says, I'm not sick. He said, I'll get you soda. And yet that truth had crashed in upon her. We are all going to hell. Lost. Lost. I wonder if you ever faced that. I wonder if you have ever faced the condition that you're in. Because the problem with a lost sheep is that it can never find its way back. It doesn't have doesn't have GPS built in. And tonight as you go on the on the road of your life by yourself, you will never seek after God. You will never find your way to heaven by yourself. We need a shepherd. We are lost, unable to help ourselves, unable to find our way back to God. We have got our back to God. We're going our own way. And the Bible says, all oh, we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. To me, there's something decisive about that second statement. It's the word of a rebel. We have turned everyone to his own way. And in God's reckoning, we are lost. But alongside of a lost sheep, there is a loving shepherd. And tonight I'd like to tell you about this wonderful shepherd. There is one who came from heaven, and he didn't come with... A stern request and stern demands. He didn't come as a lawgiver. He came as the Savior. The Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. And when he came, he came with the deepest compassion for souls. Tonight you are in his view. This wondrous shepherd has a wonderful knowledge of every individual. you recall that there were moments when he wept over a city. There was weeping compassion. He saw a crowd coming toward him. And and the disciples said, look, send them home. Send them home. But he saw them as sheep without a shepherd, and he was deeply moved with compassion. And as he sees your life and its emptiness, and he sees the end of your course and its hopelessness, and he sees the fires of hell in front of you, he is moved with compassion. So much so that this loving shepherd went to a place called Calvary and opened up his hands, that his hands might be wounded and pierced in your place. The Bible tells us concerning the shepherd, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. And tonight there is this wonderful shepherd, this loving shepherd, who loves you with a love that many waters could not quench. The word of God tells us, God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us while we had our fist in his face, while we despised his gift, while we had no time for him. God's love was expressed in its fullness and this wonderful shepherd came to seek and to save that which is lost. I want you to notice that this shepherd began a a very longing search. I can just imagine that shepherd bringing the the sheep there, maybe for the night, and he's counting them. 95, 96, come on, 97, 98, 99, and he looks in vain. There's one missing. What would you do if you had 100 sheep and there were only 99 that came home that night? I heard heard of a shepherd. I, I guess you'd call him a shepherd. He had 32 sheep, but uh, at the end of the day, he only had 30 sheep. He said, that's all right. I've still got 30. That's that's no problem. And he promptly closed the door and and went home. I don't call that man a shepherd. But here's a shepherd. And as he thought of that one sheep, he thought of its tremendous value. He thought of the plight of that sheep and its tremendous danger. And so the Bible tells us in the words of the Lord Jesus, he left the ninety-nine in the wilderness and he went after that sheep, which was lost until he found it. And the message of the gospel, the message that pertains to this meeting tonight, is that there is a longing search that's ongoing. You might not be aware of it. You might have no interest in the shepherd, but he has an interest in you. And he's come alongside. And he's come alongside with a tremendous cost. Because you see, it cost him the fact that he had to leave heaven. And it cost him the fact that he moved into a world that despised and rejected him. And it cost him his own precious blood at the cross. When he identified with our sin, that sinners might be reached and saved, he came not to risk his life, but he came to give his life. You know, when I think of 9-11, and of course, most of us are well aware of where we were when we got the news of that horrendous crime. There were men that were willing to give their lives that thousands of other lives might be destroyed. But this shepherd. He willingly gave his life that millions of others might be saved and rescued. And tonight there is a search that's ongoing. There is a shepherd that is calling. There is one who has followed your course, and oh, he longs that you might stop and turn to him. You need him tonight, and he wants to save you, and he's ready and willing and able to save you. He will save you tonight for His name's sake. But I wonder what will your response be? Some of you might remember that back in 1995 over Bosnia, there was a young U.S. pilot that was shot down, Scott O'Grady. This young pilot flying his F-16 was just flying along over a surveillance mission when all of a sudden he realized that one of the enemy missiles had locked on. He had, I think, about five or six seconds to do what he had to do. He pulled the ejection lever and he was catapulted from that F-16 jet fighter plane. And as his parachute opened over enemy territory, he began to descend down right into the ranks of the enemy. And he knew he didn't have a chance in the world. Somehow, Scott O'Grady evaded the enemy. He ran as far as he could and threw himself in the ground and buried himself with leaves. And he, and he, and he could hear the captors. He could hear the enemy coming around with, with their prongs and their rifles trying to find him. Somehow, they missed him. And when darkness came, he moved into a cave. And for three or four days, Scott O'Grady hid out, wondering what he should do in enemy territory, helpless and hopeless. He did have a radio. And one night, he risked his life with a message for help. And the Allied planes flying overhead heard this this faint call. And you know what thrilled me? that The Allied forces of the U.S. military, when they heard his voice and they realized Scott O'Grady is still alive... They put together a plan. That plan involved over 40 different planes, huge helicopters, fighters. All kinds of men were were brought out of their sleep in the early hours of the morning and said, we're going after Scott O'Grady. And as that helicopter pitched down on the ground just a few hundred yards from Scott O'Grady, they saw a young man who was absolutely helpless, making a run for the open door. And as that ramp came down and this pilot came running, he threw himself into the arms of his friends and said over and over again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the ramp went up. Chopper took off. You know what the title was on Time Magazine the next week? They had in bold letters, all for one. All for one. And tonight I can say when I look at the cross that I see a Savior who came from heaven right to where I was in the darkness of my sin, thinking everything was okay and everything was not okay. Just a heartbeat from hell, and I didn't even know it. I came to understand the Savior drew alongside of me. And he went to a cross, and he suffered in my place, and he shed precious blood, and he opened up a door of salvation, and it was all for me. But I can tell you something. It's all for you as well. How do I know? Christ died for sinners. My, that takes us all in. Christ died for the ungodly. My, that takes us all in as well. It's all for one. At the night, there is this longing search that's going on. I wonder, will you stop running? Will you turn? Will you acknowledge, oh God, I need to be saved. And I need to be saved tonight. Because this shepherd sought for this sheep until he found it. I wish I could tell you that every sinner is going to be saved. I wish I could tell you that, but that's not the case. There'll be individuals and they'll just keep on moving. And they'll step around the cross. And they'll step by the word of God. And they'll despise the prayers said for them. And they'll lose their soul. And the search will terminate. But the night the search is going on, it's a longing search. He longs to embrace you. He longs to save you. He longs to forgive you. He longs to give you life. And to make you one of his own. You know what thrills me in this little story? Is that when that shepherd found that sheep... How far he went, we're not told. How long he searched, we're not told. What he experienced in that search, we're not told. But when he found it, he picked it up and reprimanded it. No, no, no. It says he picked it up and he put it on his shoulders, rejoicing. What a picture of salvation. What a picture of the security of salvation. And tonight, can I just tell you, I'm going home on the shoulders of my shepherd. I'm not trying to hold on to him. I would never be able to do that. He's holding on to me. the night, souls that are saved are eternally secure. My, what a way to go home. What a way to go through life on the shoulders of this, this wonderful shepherd. Of this one who loved us and who gave himself for us. We're going home tonight to rejoice in his presence. And when he came, he put the old sheep in the shed. And he went, no, no, he called together his friends. He says, you've got to come over. You've got to come and rejoice with me. This is a great moment for I have found my sheep, which was lost. Heaven's search is still going on. You know, it would be a wonderful, it'd be a wonderful Sunday night. If we could rejoice with heaven over one lost sheep, that would be found tonight. Will you be that lost sheep? Will you acknowledge your need? Because the song that began that night will really never cease. In the experience of a sinner, saved by grace, we have a new song. We have a new master. We have a new life. We have a new destiny. The Savior's worth knowing. The shepherd is worth knowing tonight. This lovely shepherd, he's accomplished the work. He's seeking for you. Let me just close with the words in John chapter 10. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep.
0: How wonderful it is to know that those who are saved are eternally secure, safe on the shoulders of a capable and loving shepherd. Have you ever seen yourself as a lost sheep? You see, the shepherd is still searching today. Christ has come to seek and to save lost ones, and only lost sheep are candidates for a rescue mission. Have you ever acknowledged your sin to a holy God? We trust that you will come to Christ today. He has died on the cross to pay for all your sins and to ensure a place for you in heaven. If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you to understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at email at anchorpointradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad that you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by Christians who are meeting in various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services as well as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. No collection is ever taken and a very warm welcome awaits you. And if you've been challenged by today's message and would like to know more about the truth of the gospel or of gathering under the name of our Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, please feel free to check out our website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information, as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the Gospel Hall nearest you. My name is John Sharp, and thank you once again for listening. And we invite you to join us again next week, at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that in times like these, you need a Savior. And in times like these, you need an Anchor.